0: You're listening to another episode of the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today I am interviewing Terry Sparrow from Six Sparrow Health and Wellness. Hi Terry, how are you going? Good, thank you Mel, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm really excited to speak to you as the first entrepreneur that I'm interviewing around packaging health and wellness coaching with another service, and I'm really excited to hear about what you're doing and how it's changing the world. Thank you. I'm
1: excited to be able to share some of my, hopefully, my insights of what I've done and what I've been able to learn.
0: Thank you. And I want to start by asking you about the name of your business. How did you name your business Six Sparrow? Okay, so my surname is Sparrow.
1: Mm -hmm. So um, I married into that name and I loved it. So I wanted to make that a part of my business. Um, I also have three children. So with my husband and myself, that's five. And we have a dog. So that made sense and it sounded good. So we went with that.
0: <laughs> okay. It's a family business. The family
1: business, yeah, and they're very much a part of it every day.
0: Fantastic. And so let's dive right in and ask you about the service that you were offering before you started coaching.
1: Yeah. For me, I had had, um, like most coaches, had had a wellness journey myself mm-hmm. um, and I was really just offering a product. Um, so I was in the network marketing industry, and because of my own transformation, I had friends and family asking me what I had done, and I was really just sharing a product. I didn't really know a lot about the coaching side. I, I just was sharing my own personal journey.
0: Right. And could you
1: tell us a little bit about that journey? Absolutely. Um, so for me, I had, had just had baby number three. Um, mm-hmm. She was about three months old and I wasn't coping with life I was quite a grumpy person I was tired and I was an exhausted mum Mm -hmm. um I needed to change and my husband and I knew that but we didn't really know where to turn to or what to do for myself I was healthy I'm a celiac so I am quite a healthy person I can't sort of eat a lot of takeaways and things like that so for me nutrition didn't really make a lot of sense to turn to but you know Mm -hmm. what we had to try something Mm -hmm. and we did um products represented so much for me so I dived in two feet got the biggest pack and just started and yeah for me I was very lucky Um, I noticed a big change within day four and so did my husband I just felt it you know alive and jumping out of bed um, and I felt happy again so Mm -hmm. I felt like I was on the right path
0: it's interesting that you said you were a celiac before that and I guess having a baby and then dealing with all of that sleepless sleeplessness and those sorts of things was just that other layer on top that you needed to manage by the sound of things.
1: It was. Um, but, you know, my third baby was a lot more challenging than my other two. Mm. Um, I think as well once you have that third baby, a lot of people, you know, you've got this you already know what you're doing sort of attitude. Yeah. And for me, I, I did in some sense, but, yeah, all those layers on top of each on top of each other, um, we were building a house at the time. There was a lot of layers wow. of stress going on. Yeah. And um, as much as you can think that you've got that covered, sometimes internally you just don't. And looking back now, I just didn't. I really just didn't have it covered. Mm. But I'm I'm very thankful for what I went through um, because it has allowed me to do so much more now with my life.
0: Wow. I guess it, it, it must have been a huge relief for you to have that sort of personal journey and transformation and to have the 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 gratitude i guess of being able to come through it and then also bringing that empathy into the relationships that you have with your clients
1: absolutely and you know i believe that um yes the products were the beginning of my journey but they allowed me to do so much i don't think one step is ever the answer I've you know I've worked on myself mm. in so many ways and we'll talk about some of that in a minute but mm. it, it was just the first step that I made was the products that I started using and and they're the whether they be your first step or your last step I think that they're always certain certain steps that you have to be able to take to be able to become the person that you want to become and it's mm. forever you
0: know it's for ongoing forever really yeah it is about becoming a whole other person and that leads me to the next question I wanted to ask you Was what led you to decide to study health and wellness coaching?
1: Yeah, so once I saw um, my own transformation and then saw some other people sharing and using the products, I wanted to be able to become um, better at what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I really fell in love with the the method of the network marketing, um, I guess the payment structure that came behind it. and. Uh, taking a backward step a little bit I've owned franchises and a couple of things in the past so I really did love the model that was around the network marketing industry mm-hmm. so for me to begin with it was a little bit of I need a piece of paper but mm-hmm. as I got deeper and deeper it was about the results that I could get for my clients and um, I, I guess touching on the surface and just giving them a product is is great you know it's a start mm-hmm. but being able to change their life ongoing is so much more um, than what you ever can dream of.
0: I'm interested in finding out a, a bit more of that. Do you have a case study or an example or something like that you can tell us about where you've packaged up your product with coaching to create that sort of result for somebody? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So um, a great example is, um, I actually have coached previous, like previous clients and they've dabbled, I will say dabble, because they come on and off the products regularly. And what, why they did that I believe was because they feel good but then you forget about those habits and you, you fall back into bad habits quite quickly because mm. uh, most people will see products as a 30-day system and they don't really um, continue it or, or understand why they keep going. Mm. Now why I package it along with my health and wellness coaching is because I actually talk to them on a weekly basis and we revisit what they're doing in the past week or what they've done in the past week and then what they're going to do in the future week but also what other challenges we can put in there um, talking to them and asking them whether they're ready for that and uh, what else would they'd like to be able to see change as well
0: right so it sounds like you're building in motivation and accountability and the challenge is keeping it fresh for them
1: absolutely so the support is um, I will say even 90% of some of their results because they just feel like they actually have that person standing beside them, yeah. um, then you're actually challenging them in the way that if something didn't happen in the past week, why didn't it happen, what, what were the hurdles and how can they overcome those hurdles? Mm-hmm. But you're not giving them the answers. All you're actually doing is talking to them and they're bringing the answers forward. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you will find there's a little bit of education in there to help them. most of the time, it's either giving them a tool or giving them some sort of assistance to be able to bring those answers out of their own mind.
0: Isn't it interesting that you talked about the people seeing a product as a 28-day cycle? But whether it's a product or a challenge at the gym or anything else, a lot of people have a short-term mentality, like, I'll get over this hump and then I'll be better. But actually life is about maintenance and it sounds like you're bringing that coaching in as part of the ongoing journey for them and that's yeah. making the difference. Absolutely, yeah. And I do notice that at the
1: gym especially. I, I watch these challenges come and go and how um, so do the bodies. They go up and <laughs> down and I think it's the the way that society has brought us into this dieting um, mentality of thinking mm-hmm. really rather than lifestyle changes
0: Mm-hmm. and And so, what would a typical person coming to you be struggling with? Um, my main
1: clientele are mums mm-hmm. um, I guess you could say my story <laughs> um, so tired mums that are really just they're just exhausted um, they're high stressed and usually there's a little bit of weight that's not usually their main goal but usually mm-hmm. that's a side effect that will happen is the weight loss. Um, mm-hmm little bonus there but yeah it's usually the tired mums that are just looking for just a little bit of calmness in their life and a little bit of structure
0: Mm. and some more energy too absolutely yeah any mum would want more energy (laughs) (laughs) and so then speaking to that what is the typical sort of outcome or result that they get with the combination of the product that you offer and the coaching
1: okay so one lady i won't use a name but one lady at the moment that i am coaching She's been doing the coaching and products with me for about six months now, which is um, great. Mm -hmm. So I talk to her on a weekly basis. I spoke to her this morning and she's been able to go from um, like mental support needing Mm -hmm. right through to weight loss. Now is actually using a gym, which she's never stepped foot in before. Wow! She's eating well. And when I say eating well, she's using our products, but she's also um using real lo- real life food you know mm-hmm. like eggs and and good protein which she didn't understand before because when she first came on board she came out thinking i have to reduce my calories rather than look oh. at what am i eating no. to make myself less hungry but more sustainable mm-hmm. if that makes sense
0: so she has a better appreciation of what healthy food looks like
1: absolutely and that's so important because um Automatically, I believe for humans, what we think is, right, we want energy, so we have to lose weight. That's usually what we're thinking. So Mm. reduce our calories and up our gym. That's Mm -hmm. what's trained into our brains. Whereas if we can focus on our nutrition and the intake of what we're, you know, putting into our bodies, not so much the calories, but what will keep us less hungry? What will be more filling? What will actually take us through to the next meal? Mm. As well as adding in small things like um, intermittent fasting or or a lot more water. Like looking at the full picture of things, mm. you have um yeah you have a yeah you have full view to be able to get you to that next goal.
0: It's really that long term view that you're talking about and I, I hear you or there's an undercurrent that i I think I'm hearing about that the educational side of things, not just about learning what to do, but how to implement it and how to be consistent with it. And yeah. so you're talking about this client that would not have exercised before and is now going to the gym. It's taken her X months to get to that point and that's just one habit that she needs to do to build energy. And then yeah. there's also the learning about food how to cook it, how to make that a regular part of her weekly meal. It it doesn't just happen overnight. It's that ongoing relationship that's so important.
1: It is. And I think by taking it one step at a time, it makes it achievable. Whereas if you were to lay all of these things out in front of someone and say, you know, drop your alcohol, drop your coffee, drop this, drop that. Everyone just goes, yeah, sure. I can do that for maybe a week. And then they freak out and they take all of that on board plus more because they think they've missed out on so much and the complete reverse happens. They have no energy and they have, you know, completely put on weight and things like Mm -hmm. that. So I think it's that gradual approach to things that allows it to be a long-time lifestyle.
0: Okay. Um, It sounds like what you're doing is amazing work and I'm really curious to know how the coaching approach compares with what you did before.
1: Yeah, so for me, I've had a lot of um, long-term people have better results. And what I mean by that is, um, I think I touched on it a little bit earlier, before I was providing a product and I was giving them the products and sure, I was telling them how to use the products and I might have been giving them a little bit of personal development, you know, of things to do in relation to making them feel a little bit better. But now what I'm doing is actually giving them that guide and that step. So from the beginning, we're looking at the long-term goal Mm -hmm. and the coaching taught me all of that. For me, it wasn't about waiting till I'd finished the coaching. I was able to implement some of that while I was learning it. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was great because I implemented a lot of it as a trial basis. Um, Mm -hmm. I could use some of my clients that were using the products straight away and say, look, this is what I'm learning. Can I use it on you? (laughs) Can I try a lot on you and see how it goes? So um, these ladies that I'm actually coaching at the moment have all come through. They were using products before. Mm -hmm. but now they're allowing me to use my coaching skills on them and I put a lot of the responsibility back on them Um, whereas before I used to ring them I used to hold a lot of the responsibility I led the call Mm -hmm. now they do all of that and as a coach I want to be the support not the person doing all the work.
0: Wow and how are they finding that?
1: I think they find it a lot more um, rewarding because they're seeing that they're responsible for all of this. So if we can't do a call for a week, I'm away or they're away, it's, it's not like, oh, my God, I'm going to have um, no, nowhere to go. They, they know where to go. They know they've led the call. And, you know, some of the calls can go out to one once a month rather than once a week because mm. they're in charge. They've been the ones making all the decisions and they know that. so instead of me being the one saying okay this is what i want you to do it's like right what's up next you know what should we achieve where are we going are you still on track for that goal that you set it wasn't Mm -hmm. about me in the beginning it's always been about them
0: sounds suspiciously like empowerment
1: (laughs) yes exactly we are um look we're empowering women to just be able to be the person they want to be but have all the skills that they want to be able to have as well to be able to get to the goal that they want.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then what's changed in your method? I know you've talked about bringing in more of the coaching tools but is there anything else that's changed in your method of running sessions or or running programs or anything else like that?
1: For me, I do a lot of one-on-ones. Um, I know group sessions are amazing and um, I used to do a lot of them and I think for me personally, especially while I'm still new at coaching um, and, you know, I don't know how how long you say you're new for, but for <laughs> me, I, I just want us to be able to work for it on a one-on-one basis. As a, yeah. I get bigger, I guess, and I get to know I'm in a new area, as I get to know more people, mm-hmm. I think the group sessions will come in. Yeah. Um, but the tools are a big thing for me that I learned through the process. So mm-hmm. I know... Um, Mel, you set us up with so many tools that we can fill our toolbox with and I use a lot of them, especially it may not even have anything to do with the goal that they're working towards but because of the relationship that you then build with this client, something might come up and they need to make a decision Mm -hmm. and some of the tools that we now have in that toolbox are so useful. I've been able to pull them up. I mean, I've even been able to pull them up for friendship groups, you know, and they go, oh my God, I don't know Mm -hmm. what to do and I'm like, you know what, let's just do this and for our own personal life so my toolbox is massive and I use it daily
0: and I hear the confidence in your voice when you talk about it yeah
1: absolutely I mean I think sometimes my husband goes stop using them
0: because <laughs> <laughs> he knows we're going to get a result in a decision <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes the decision is a scary thing, right? <laughs> and so, how did you end up packaging your existing services with coaching? Was it a conscious shift into a formal structure, or, or it sounds more like you were just tweaking what you were doing already? But talk us through that too.
1: Yeah, I tweaked it a little bit. Um, for my own, I guess in my own head, I had to make quite a few decisions to start with. I felt like it was a service I had to give them because. Um, and I talked to you a lot about this, smell. I felt like, well, they're already using the product. I'm already getting paid. Why would I charge them additional? Yeah. So I had to really see some results there for me to believe in myself as a coach. Yeah. And so once I started seeing them, I was able to easily, um, rather than struggle, <laughs> yeah. easily sit down and go, okay, if they're not using our product, I can charge them this price. And I charge them a price that's actually quite a lot more than if they are using our product. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for that is because I feel like there's I'm already getting paid, yes, mm-hmm. but if they're using the products they've committed, um, there's a full commitment there in relation to a result mm-hmm. and I feel like they also get a result a lot quicker. Wow. So it's a cheaper package for them. The result comes quicker. But there are those people who may not want to use the product, which is absolutely fine. I don't want to not work with them. I do want to mm-hmm. work with them. But I want them to show me some sort of commitment, and usually for a human, that means a monetary value.
0: Yeah, yeah so right. I've had so many clients say, "I need to pay you because then I'll do it." <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, do it yeah. for free, and they just don't commit. The phone doesn't mm-hmm. ring, and you just don't have them on
0: board. I love the way you've positioned yourself around that, and you really recognise the value of what coaching brings. And you've, as you say, you've had to do that through your own experience. Your brain has wanted that proof that this is a valuable offering, and that you've been able to work out how to package coaching with your product versus as a standalone and be comfortable with both options. It sounds like you're really clear on that.
1: Yeah, and I think it was just about, I mean, obviously, through the studies we do a big piece on that and to start with I struggled, I really did, but... Once I came out and see, saw those results myself, I um, I was easily able to sit down in one night and write them out. And the numbers really just flew <laughs> throughout my head, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and the packages looked perfect and people accept them. And there's, yeah, there's no doubt in their mind. So you just have to have that confidence within yourself.
0: It makes a big difference when you're selling something. If you're confident about what you're doing and you speak with conviction, then that's ultimately what sells what you're doing is what I believe but it it sounds like you're there anyway absolutely yep postures everything (laughs) (laughs) it sure is and since starting to integrate coaching into what you were doing before whatever we're going to call that um your network marketing business but you would have had a term a consultation or something like that what are a couple of things that have worked really well for your clients so
1: since starting, um, for me, I think a couple of similar things were I offered a free talk before anyway, like a little pre-interview, mm-hmm. um, which was great. But for the clients themselves, the main difference, and I'll you know talk in relation to the lady that I spoke about earlier, mm-hmm. it's it's them having a full vision of what's what's happening, um, rather than just going, I guess, day by day or week by week. Um, it's having that full vision and knowing that they've got the steps to be able to get there.
0: Is that mm. what you meant? I think you're talking about a longer-term vision rather than just eight weeks or a month or whatever. It's what am I going to be doing in a year and what do I need to do now? To, that, Absolutely. That full plan of um, mid-term goals, short-term goals, execution with your support.
1: Yeah, so we look at a 12-month goal. To start with. So we really go, um, you know, in some people's face when you say, let's look at 12 months, where do you want to be? They're like, oh, I just (laughs) wanted to, you know, so they're not really sure on that. But when you actually get them dreaming a little bit and asking those questions about what they want in 12 months, what do they want their days looking like? What do they want their body to be looking like? What do they want to be feeling like? they actually can come up with it and it may not be in the first session but we touch on it obviously in the first few Mm. once they come up with that 12-month vision then you're able to work right back um, through to what's happening each week and Mm. they do I guess they do respect that once they understand where where you're going with it to start with they think like oh it's just a short term thing but because they've only really committed to eight weeks or or even the six weeks sort of program, they may sort mm. of um, question that to start with. Mm-hmm. But you've just got to work with them and say, look, just dream a little bit. As humans, I find that we really stop dreaming and mm. we really think about, oh yeah, we can do this, or I'll just, I'll just kickstart my body, or you know, one day that'll happen. But I can't think about that now, I like live in the present. But you really have to know where you're going so that you've got those drivers there to keep going. And I think that's when you're having that really hard day. You're able to look up and see that big vision and then keep going because that little day is nothing in your big vision.
0: It makes perfect sense to have that longer term approach, that longer term view that what am I really doing this for, not this, I'll do this for eight weeks and then I'll stop kind of mentality. So you're yeah. using coaching then to create this vision. And I think also it sounds like a personal commitment for that person Absolutely. to commit to themselves. And even if it's to what you're doing for three months or two months or a shorter program. They're still motivated to keep going because of that, that vision aspect. And I would imagine that they end up staying with you longer. And, and it sounds like you've got plenty of clients who are doing that now. They're starting to work with you for six, twelve.
1: Yeah, so clients. at the moment I actually do have um five ladies working with me. So they've committed to 12 months mm-hmm. um, of working with me using the products and um and paying consistently weekly. So whether their call then pushes out to a monthly call, mm-hmm. uh, that's something that we'll discuss closer to. But um, obviously, I have other people doing the, the smaller programs, like the eight-week programs. Um, and then there's other people who will only commit to week by week because everyone works differently. But mm-hmm. those ladies who have committed to a 12-month program, they've been able to see and believe in themselves. Um, and in, in turn for that, obviously, I've given them a really good discount because for me, if I know that they're that committed, I want to be able to show them that that's okay, so am I.
0: Yeah, and then as we both know, sometimes people, often people lack confidence in themselves in the beginning. They only want to commit to a short-term thing because yeah. they're not sure that they can actually do it in themselves. But if that's your coaching is effective and you're bringing in that vision and connecting to those motivators, you can start gaining that confidence along the way and it sounds like you're using that weekly goal system that we're taught in coaching and people are starting to build confidence through that step-by-step approach
1: yeah and I just I think I want to relate this back to the you guys as a as a coach Mel if that's okay Mm. I think showing that as well that long-term vision that was me when I looked at all the different coaching methods out there and the certificates that I could get Mm. I guess for me I wanted to be able to commit to you know, the the 12 to 18 months of studying rather than a quick fix of just getting a piece of paper. And I know there are smaller coaching courses out there that you can do, Mm. which is great, don't get me wrong. But to me, I don't understand how if that's what you're going to be doing as a coach, then that's what the clients are that you're going to achieve as well. Mm. So for us as coaches, when I chose that commitment of a long-term study goal I guess and knowing what I was going to get out of it I knew that my clients would then follow in that suit as well so I didn't want a quick fix so my clients won't want a quick fix
0: leading by example
1: exactly yep so what you're doing in your business is what the clients are that you're going to attract
0: oh I love that Terry that's so good Thank you for sharing all of your experience and being so open about it. It's really great for people who aren't there yet or are just wondering what should I do and how should I package my coaching up with something to hear your example and to hear how you've overcome a few questions in your own mind to get to where you are and to be really clear on who you are and what you do and how it benefits people and it sounds like you have a great unique selling proposition for your business.
1: Thank you, and thank you for having me. I love sharing um, and guiding people, so
0: no no problems at all. And so just to wrap up, if there are people who want to coach with you or learn about a business opportunity with you, what would be the best way for them to contact you to get in touch?
1: Yeah, I have a contact me on my web page, so sixsparrowsau.com.au, <laughs> and I'm sure Mel can put that um, in a link somewhere for you and yeah i'd be happy to chat with you all i as i said i offer 15 minutes free and in that we can sort of work out whether this would work for you guys
0: awesome thanks so much terry i'll put a link in the notes for this podcast episode and the accompanying blog for six sparrows website thanks so much and we'll check in with you again soon thank you so much bye bye